Okay, so we are, I don't know if you guys know this, but our logo is, or our mantra Mm -hmm. is unedited. Mm -hmm. Unfiltered. Under the covers. That's right. But tonight has been a little bit of a cluster. Yeah, we tried to be fancy. Well, it's not just fancy. It's that we are trying to appease all of the people who have different podcast tastes. Like Mm -hmm. some people are on iHeartRadio. Some people are on Google Podcasts. Some people are on uh, Apple iTunes or iPodcast or whatever it's called. Some people are on, I don't know what some of the other ones are, but there's, I said Google, yep. We've been on Spotify since the beginning. We've done 29 episodes on Spotify, and we've done all 29 freaking episodes episodes on a, on my phone. Yeah. And and it's been seamlessly fantastic. And simple. And simple. And pretty awesome. Uncomplicated. And awesome. And fabulous. And tonight it has been a shit show. <laughs> it has been a shit show. <laughs> So, just a little recap. We did a live, Mm -hmm. and what we thought was on the new format, which is called, what's it called? I've got it right here. It's called a Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout. And it allows us to stream our podcast from Spotify onto iHeartRadio, Google. It shoots it out. It shoots it out. So, question. It's kind of like an orgy for... (laughs) (laughs) Orgy for podcasts. I have a question. Ask me. I wonder if we could take our... Because I posted the Instagram live. Yeah, whether we could dump that onto... Take that as an audio version of the podcast and put it on this. I don't know. You can try that out tomorrow. We're going to ask a human. Well, actually, I tried for support and they were like... We're they sent me an robots. email. They sent me an email back really quickly, but they do not talk to people on the they're, phone. They're robots. No, no, no. They they actually actually sent me a very nice email. Oh. Answered all the questions that I had. Okay. And even signed her name at the bottom, but she says they don't talk on the phone. So, um, it's fine. I, I they ask how was our support. I was uh, like, great. Except minimal. I would like to talk to a human. <laughs> but anyway, we did a full ass forty minute mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. We did it on live. Okay, let's talk about what you were saying. So we met a woman today. Oh, we did. Who is fabulous. And I feel like I already know her and I don't know her. You have her number in your phone now. Yeah, I do. She's texting so, you already. Nicole is her yes. name. She is a single lady from the Texas, yeah, which I've never been just to. Just outside of Dallas. And she said an hour outside of Dallas, so okay. Well, I don't know. So just outside I don't of Dallas. Know maps. So um So Nicole is beautiful. She is. She was super kind. Yeah, and she had an idea or something for a business. What yeah. was it that you were So we were talking, were about, talking about Well, something. let's just back up and talk about how we met her. Okay. Um so by the way, Pineapples After Dark. Hey. Yeah, we don't have an intro on this one because yeah. we're like... I'm Davey. We already did one. And I'm Lauren. Lauren. <laughs> About to be Lauren Stout, by the way. <gasps> Lauren Stout. Wow. How awesome is that? It's pretty great. So tell them what you did today before we talk about Nicole. 
I went to one of my final fittings today. Um, <laughs> one of your final fittings? One, one of my final fittings, How yeah. How many I fittings thought, are you going to have? Well, I thought today was the final. Like, I thought I was going to come home with a but dress Is there a today. final final? Yeah, yeah. Wednesday is the final final. I thought I was going to come home with a dress today, but she had kind of everything done. There is a little spot on my hip that's a little wonky that she's going to go back in and try and now, This is a custom dress? Like, I mean, like she built yeah. it around your whole ass body. Yeah. So, and that's, then that's pretty hot. And then, so she did not do the bottom, which I'm kind of glad she did because I didn't have on my wedding shoes when I, when she was doing the alterations. So I had my wedding shoes on today and they're very basic white shoes. They're not, but I mean, they're the right height. Fabulous. You know, they're the right. And you're going to be underneath your fabulous yeah, dress. My dress is the... You know what I said. What? I wanted you to wear your Vans. You know, the black and white checkerboard ones. I'm sure I will wear those at some point throughout the night. But I mean, yeah. that's that's kind of your style. <laughs> Let's be honest. Fancy. I, that's what I wore to my showing, or to my fitting today. Yeah, but I mean, I like... I said showing. I mean, what's... I mean, she's a realtor, people. So realtor, I mean, so I said showing. Realtor language. But um, I mean, like, for you, like... It would not shock me for you to have Vans on Vans underneath on. your $6,000 wedding dress, right? So. Yeah. Um, so we put it on and it's really pretty. Is it? Yeah. I still haven't seen it. Like you, really you can't excited. keep a secret for I shit. I can't. I but literally tried to this. give, I tried to give my daughter her Christmas present that I bought today. I know, you can't do that. I'm so bad. Yeah, but you kept the wedding dress a secret for me. I have not even seen it. I've tried to show you. I know, but I I won't look. I've tried so bad. I'm like, oh, look. I don't even know if it's like frou-free and big or if it's like really sleek and like fitted. Like, I don't know the style. Your mama saw it and she goes, oh, that's very you. My mama loves it? Yeah, she said it's very me. I miss my mama. I know, I can't wait to see her. I know, we're going this week. Yeah. I'm super excited. So I'm from Tennessee. She's from Georgia. Yeah. So we're going Thursday, mm-hmm. I think, to go to Tennessee yeah. Thursday morning and hang out with the parentals, hang out with the sister. I can't believe we're going to spend the night with the sister. He's got the best sisters on the Both planet. Of them. Yeah. And um, we get to spend the night with one of them on Thursday night. Thursday when we go she out. Goes, she goes, hey, Shit could y'all, she said, could y'all just spend the night with us one I night? I love that. Because then we could just drink and I play cards and then you don't, that. then you don't have to drive home. You could just I hang out with us. that. Yeah. Like, I'm ready for that. And, yeah, she's fun. And so we'll do that Thursday. And then Friday, we'll go to your parents. Yep. One day I need to go visit my fraternity brothers. Like, we do a, like a, a happy hour. Mm-hmm. So I think I want to take you and like introduce you to my boys. Oh, you want to take me? But you haven't met any of them. No. Not one of the boys. So wear the fur coat. Um, I don't know. No. I don't know what you should wear, but <laughs> I feel like I'm, should I wear my wedding dress. It's no. like I'm gonna have it with me. You should not wear it when I go to Tennessee. You're gonna wear it for like four straight days. I feel like I'm gonna try it on for your mom. Really. I think so. Well, do you Shouldn't want me to go- see me in, in my wedding dress? I mean, you think she'll cry? Right? No, she'll be like, "Jesus Christ, what has my son gotten into?" Oh, is it? I mean, is it got a thong or something in it? No, 
I mean, well, why would she say? I she don't know. first of all, my mom will not take the Lord's name in vain. Oh, she will never say true. Jesus Christ. Just so you know. Okay, here we go. I'm just telling you. If my mom ever says Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ, it's we've when got she an issue. no, it's when she meets him. She's gonna be like, "Oh, Jesus Christ, so nice to meet you." That's the first time she's ever said it in vain, it, and it's not in vain. It's in invitation. Actually, it's actu- in person. Oh, it's in person, in not person. in vain. Like, oh, nice to meet you, Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, you think she'll say his whole name? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. You're beautiful. She'll, the whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, oh, was that Lord. bad? Probably. Probably bad. Anyways. I'm sorry, Jesus okay. Christ. Anyways. But we love you anyway. <laughs> I still feel like, can we talk about that for a second? What? I'm a Christian guy. Yeah. And grew up in a church and did the whole thing. The whole thing. And, you know. I went to Christian school. I know you did. Yeah. We've talked about that. But but I'm know, not near as Christian-y as you are. Well, I, like I really struggle with it because I... Mm-hmm grew up in it until I was like 43-ish mm-hmm. or 5-ish. Yeah. Like I was in it to win it. Yeah. Like deacon, singing in the, no. ch- like leading the singing. I mean, I was in choir and I did oh, all Oh, you were? The- were you Mariah Carey up in there? Honey. Oh, she could sing. Let me just hold my, my Would one you, ear. You and- hold the ear and sing? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, the thing about it is, is like, I would really like to have a whole ass podcast no. one day. No, not this day. We're not going to religion it. No, I would. I would want to no. ask. Nope. Excuse Mm-mm. me. We're not. I want to do a poll and ask like, how many LS people like still go to church? Okay. I just want to know what percentage or it is. I would like to know who grew up in it. Well, I, all the questions. I want to know who grew up in it and who are still in it and who are still in it. Okay, I grew up in it and I'm not in it. Well, I grew up in it, and I'm not in it, but I'm not in it because you're not in it, and I would love to be back in it I a little. I don't have any sort of... You don't have any desire? little bit I, I miss, of, of want to be in it. I would go to hold your hand and yeah. to see you in it and to have, like, the kids in it and, like, you know, do the... Sunday after trapeze. No, you can't go to Sunday after it. trapeze. I mean, like, I... No, I, I, look, I look, look at, look at, look at. Let's back up. I can't. I know you can't. That's I why can't. I'm not in it. Yeah, I can't. That's why I'm not in it, but like... If I, my kids want to do it, sure. I miss the... Um, Fellowship. And the study. Mm, I don't. Like, I miss... Because I'm kind of an... I'm a little nerdy. Nerdy. So I miss the study part of oh, it. Like I God, like to that's understand. The worst. Well, that's because you don't I like it. I used to have to memorize Bible verses for a class. I had. I did too. I had Bible class. Do you ever have Bible drill? Yes, I did Bible drill. But you had to study to get a grade to pass the sixth grade. I know. Well, I, mean, I don't want to go that deep in it. I don't. I don't. But you know, I, you know what I miss? Uh, I miss just uh-uh. the fellowship of all the people who are. Now, I think there's a lot of I fake... I don't. Those people are not for me. I think there are a lot of fake people in church. So I wonder how many lifestyle people are in church mm. and are still going. Because mm-hmm. I think there's a there's few. There's not a lot. I think there's a few. There might be a handful. It's okay. I don't mind it. I just... It's just weird. Like, I spent... When you spend 40s... You, you really do. And you the way that you talk yeah. is very teachable sort of you know let me 
walk you through. Well, you know what I love doing, which is weird. And did maybe you I teach a class. I taught a class, you and did. I loved it. I know it. Well, I, you know what I loved? I loved Luke, because Luke was a doctor. Did you know that? Are you talking about the Bible Luke? The Bible Luke, the disciple Luke. No, he was a doctor. I don't know that. But I loved his version of the gospel, and and oh. that's just my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I can remember doing a class where I we went through the entire book. And I think it took me like, I don't know, three months of Sundays. Oh, wow. And we went through every little section and we talked about it mm-hmm. all and bro- kind of broke it all down. No. But it's it's the nerdy part of me. You know, like I... Now, now I can recite the Bible. The uh, whole Bible? No, I can recite the Bible chapters Matthew Mark Luke John like I can I can go I can go Genesis Exodus Leviticus well, Numbers you, Deuteronomy like I you, there's there's a song that goes along with all will the you things sing it? no you're not going to sing but, it you've um, had tequila you, you yeah. can sing it <laughs> but what i'm saying is there is zero part of me that wants to be a part of the church like really? i have i, I don't Want to I think be my percentage those, is probably want, like don't want to be thirty eight percent. Wow, like which is 38. less thirty eight, which is less than fifty percent. Lot. It's not really. I, I mean, don't like those people. I well, do not enjoy. And this is this is really gone sideways because now we're talking about religion and I. But I, but here's the thing: we we uh-huh. are in the south. Uh-huh. We grew up in church, mm-hmm. and we have friends that go every day or all the time. And so my question is not, should we do it or not do it? It's not any of that. It's I just wonder how many people in our friend group okay. in the lifestyle still go. Mm-hmm. How many That's people, a poll we could put up on our We could Instagram. put that poll up yeah. there. How many people feel like they've been alienated because I didn't I don't know if I ever told you this but like when I got di- when I got yeah. divorced I got and kinda, I hate that for I got kind of kicked out of the church not, yeah not kicked out of the church you were telling like, me about that experience to where they kind of like so you I was, couldn't you couldn't do like the, the music the music or anything yeah. anymore and so I was the I hate that I know so we had a music minister I wasn't paid or anything I there's a music minister and we had like a praise band is what they called it and mm-hmm. I was in a Baptist church and we had, you know, a band. And you like, would practice. And, oh, practiced yeah. on Wednesday night, mm-hmm. sang on Sunday morning. We had yeah. a non-traditional service, mm-hmm. and then we had the pipe organ service. Okay, question. Is this the church that I went to on Christmas yeah. Eve? Yeah. It is. Yeah, okay. so so the pipe organ church, or like the conservative service, was like where my parents go. It's like yeah. the regular old, regular old, regular uh-huh. old stuff, right? But then they had the praise team version, which was the... Sort of alternative. Alternative music yeah. a little bit, little rock and roll. Their version of alternative. Right. Yeah. And so so there were, let's see, like five of us that sang. Mm-hmm. And then like there was a band and there were, we had like five people in the band. Davey can sing. I don't know if any of you Yeah, know. so I can sing a little. No, that. So, so, we, so we did the early service and then the normal people, you know, the, the, the pop organ people came at 11. Okay. And then the normal service. Wow. But, yeah, during that service or whatever, so I was... So do you just miss singing? I miss singing, first of oh. all. I miss the people. Oh. I miss... I, t- I will have to say, I miss... Uh, sometimes in the church, you know, you get that that good feeling. 
you know, you get where your heart's warm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like good TV shows or good like news stories or like yeah. it gives you that warm and fuzzy mm-hmm. feeling where you get like goosebumps and like people do good things and it makes you feel. Makes you feel good. Like good hu- stories. Humanity. Yeah. So I miss that because like that happens in church pretty regularly. Every Sunday. Yeah. And so like people do good you things. You go there to fill your cup. Oh, yeah. You and, fill that cup up. Yeah. yeah. I get so that. I so I was there all the time, and that's what I did. And oh. I, I'm kind of a social person, so I was You're really a very social person. involved with all that. And so, gosh, this really did get sideways. But I, <laughs> but I did, but I do want to know. Like, I want to do a poll. Okay. How I'll many? How many of you guys go to church still? Right. And then, how many of you that don't go went? Mm-hmm. Like growing up, mm-hmm. and then maybe like how many people get alienated from church because, yeah, I, or they feel bad about going. Like for me, it's like uh-uh. I feel like I'm. Well, first of all, I was kind of kicked out of the singing and the leading and the because I was I was a deacon in the church, and all he did was get divorced. He I didn't. Got, he didn't. I got divorced. There and, was no. I mean, I didn't kill nobody or anything. Right, I mean, it's just a divorce, like everybody just, else in the he church. Just got divorced, <laughs> but but they were like, "Look, you're a leader in the church, but we but you've gotten a divorce, and so yeah, that's we don't ridiculous. think that's a good we don't think that's See, a good representation I, of I, for me the judgment that is passed on people who are just living their life and are making decisions based on what's base, best for them. Yeah, I don't condone that judgment. I understand that. And I, I don't, don't if you're a strict religious person, you know, where you're supposed to be with one person forever, which we're not. Like no. everybody in the lifestyle is ethically non-monogamous. Right. That's E N M. That's what we all talk about. Yes. And we start talking about things like I, I think back in the Bible where it talks about people having mistresses and concubines and there were whores. All everywhere because I think prostitution it's the earliest way to make money. Prostitution I mean, was the second; it was the second profession behind tax collecting. Right. We always talk about that. Like number one, t- tax collecting. Number two, prostitution yeah. is the second job. Yeah. And so it's it just was super common. And what did Jesus do? He hung out with the prostitutes and the tax collectors mm-hmm. and the the bad people. And because he was a good dude who realized that. He needed to be with the sinners, so he was a he was a sympathetic to that, and so you know as we go down this path of being in ethically non monogamous relationships, you know I sit here and think how animalistic we are, right? Like mm-hmm. we want to be with other people, we have relationship desires, desires and mm-hmm. and we want to have sex with other people and we want to have relationships with other people. But here's what I'm going to tell you. I have never been more in love and monogamous in my desire to be with one person mm-hmm. more than I have been with you. Yeah. Like I my first relationship, my first wife was 20 years and I didn't want to That's be with crazy her. To me. I wanted to be with other people. That you were with her for that long. I know, and I mean, unhappy, most yeah. of it. No, she's a good woman. And no, I and she's beautiful, and she... And she ha- is, we have three great kids. Yes. But, I mean, like, I felt like I wanted to be with other people when I was yeah. with her. 
So do you, do you, and this is just a question from me to you yep. and mm-hmm. maybe we can block this out. I don't know. No, we're not blocked. Unedited, unfiltered, <laughs> under the covers. Do you, do you feel like if you and her were able to have these kind of conversations where. Would you, it have worked? Would it have worked? It's a great question. I mean, one, I don't think that she would have been open to that because she's very conservative. Because of the way that she she was, was raised up. even more conservatively really? Christian than me. Yeah. Okay, e- I didn't know that. Yeah, way conservatively Christian. So her parents were very, very, very Christian. Churchy? Okay. Oh, like, like foot washing Baptist. I don't know okay. if you like very. Yeah. Like yep. all the family, she went to a church with like thirty people, and they were all her family, and they were all and her cousins and that's it nephews. And, so they would, yeah. if if somebody was going through a hard time, they would bring that up in church and talk about it and pray for and it. Susie, Susie's going through wow, and let's bring it up to the and front and pray about it out okay. loud. So wow, that's tough, and and so it was yeah. way more conservative than me. So I don't think that she would ever have been open to have. Having this kind of relationship, I think open. She, she wanted a relationship sexually that was, open and yeah, no, no. I don't think that was something she was ever, ever, ever interested in. You know, we we did talk about those things about being with other people, and you know, it was just not something that she was interested in. And I got that. I, I, in fact, I didn't even think I was interested in it because I really didn't know that it. I really didn't think it was right, like because I was raised to think that it was wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, when you're raised for 40 years, you're in this situation where you think that it's wrong to be with other people. You know, the Bible says X, Y, Z. You shouldn't do it. It's against the law. It's against mm-hmm. the rules. You go to hell, all the things. Yeah. Then you just block it out. You just say, I can't do that. It's kind of like our conversations before where we talked about, you know, not having sex before marriage. Well, I didn't have sex with anybody in high school until I met my wife. Yeah. Now, I did have sex with her before we were married, but I also knew that I had sex with her, so I kind of felt obligated to marry her. To marry her, yeah. Not obligated, but I I was in love with her, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I loved her, and I love what she provided for us with our kids and all those things, but I decided, hey, this is the one I'm going to be with. I'm going to be with her only. And this is going to be my wife, and let's go down this path. Mm-hmm. So I married her when I was 22, mm-hmm. pretty freaking young. I got married when I was 21. Yeah, so I, we got engaged when I was 21 on my 21st birthday, and then got married, I think, when I was 22. I think that's how that worked. Yeah. And then Andy was born, my son was born when I was 25. So, oh, Wow. So you we had waited. four years of being married before you... Well, no, 21. You were married when you And then she was pregnant when I was 24. And then I got... I became 25, like, when he was four months old. Wow. So three That's years... A, okay, so... We were married just, for three years without having a child. Wow. Or two years without having for a child. For some reason, like for me, that feels like a long time. Instead of being married and having a baby And then having a baby like eight months later. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. We definitely, we were married for a little while. We were, shit, I mean, we were together for three years and then married for a couple mm-hmm. years because I started dating her when I was 18. And oh, that's so cute. Yeah. I, in fact, I was 17. I turned 18. Shut up. I turned 18 a week later. Stop. Yeah. I turned 18 
um, on the 14th of May. We started dating on so the 8th of May. you were in high school. But barely. Like, I almost was a graduated senior. Yeah. So, so you graduated when you were 18? Yeah. Well, a week, I'd been... You were in May, and then and I graduated, graduated in May. August? No, I graduated in May. May. Yeah, so I was, right. I was 18 for like th- so two weeks. I graduated in May, but then I turned... 18 in Oh, you August. were young for your I class. I was young. Yeah. Right. yeah so, yeah. Person. So, I so I was married to her. And then, you know, we we had a we had Andy when we were 25. And, mm-hmm. you know, your life turns upside down. She gave me a son. And I mm-hmm. thought, shit, my life is over. Like, I'm the best ever. Yeah. I've had a son now. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody has my fucking name. Mm-hmm. You know, and so my job for the next three or four years was just to raise him to be the best man on the planet. And, you know, I was kind of consumed with him and her because that was important to me. Yeah. So then Did you guys our like continue? relationship got bad. Really? Yeah, like our, before the girls? Before the girls, yeah. So like I think because she had Andy, this is weird to talk about, but I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Yeah, I feel... It's fine. Yeah. So uh, my relationship with her got better. Like, I fell more in love with her after she had my son. Like, I was enamored with her because she gave me a son. So I felt the same way. When I gave birth to Briley, I literally, I turned and I looked at her dad and I was like, I have never loved you more than this moment. When you had the child. Yes, same for me. So, like, I had this epiphany of, like, Holy shit. It's I have incredible. created life. It's created incredible. life. I mean yeah. that's that is yeah. that is an incredible, miraculous go back to church moment. For you guys to come together But and, then she yeah. it was rough. Like her pregnancy was rough. Well, it's hard like, on No, I mean it's yeah. really rough for her. Like yeah. she had a really tough pregnancy. And then um like I was blown away by her body changed you know she gave you know how i love the pregnancy mm-hmm. baby he belly. loves a belly and i i was like i had my head up against her belly i was listening to like the rumblings i was Aww. feeling him kick me in the face and, and then that's so cute. like when he was born i was just blown away like just in awe of what she did mm-hmm. and what we created mm-hmm. and i became unfortunately probably more in love with her mm-hmm then I think she became less in love with me. Well, it's it's hard on a, especially a first time mom to go from, okay, I'm so in love with you and it's just you and me to now, now it's she's you a mom me and a baby. And she had to be and like now the I have mama. To, you know, feed and care for mm-hmm. and da 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 da, like just constantly all day, every day. For this other human that I'm trying to keep alive, yeah, and it's exhausting. Yeah, and it's, I and it's I hard. I think I realized that I, I was as much of a help as I could be. Yeah, but well, dudes, I see you being that. But I dudes, really kind, do. but dudes also kind of suck. You know, they kind of like. Well, th- they don't get it, but you're not also not supposed to get it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's what moms are yeah. supposed to do, which is nurture their child, and she did that, and I. I don't know whether she just was overwhelmed or I wasn't good at being the nurturing dad. I don't know what it was, but we we kind of went farther apart. 
And to the point. After you had. After we had Andy. Mm -hmm. And so after we had my son. So after two or three or four years, we just kind of drifted apart a little bit. And I was struggling with like pulling her back. Like I really wanted her to come back to be. To enjoy her. Attracted to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she was like. His mom, but mm -hmm. not my wife, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, like, more about being his mom, which was great. She was a great mom. Yeah. Still is. Great. Just a great yeah. human. Yeah. But she was less about me, which I think hurt my feelings. Oh. Maybe I was selfish. Like, yeah. Because I think you're supposed to probably take that 10 years and be like, yeah, it's not about me anymore. Right. It's about being a dad. Well, it's hard to switch that off. And then I need you to be sexy and love me, and I want you to just be attracted to me. Mm -hmm. And, like, I want you to, like, like you and I talk. You know, you, you come over here, we watch Netflix, you scratch my balls. <laughs> you know, you spend yeah. your time, like, yeah. like loving on me, and, like, mm -hmm. you dote on me. Mm -hmm. But you know what? We don't have kids. Yeah, I don't have a kid in a bassinet next to me. No. Like, I, yeah. So I think, I think I was missing that, and I needed that. As a man... And maybe not every man, but this man that's talking. Dude. I need somebody to be like. The first five years of a child's life is hard. Well, shit. Then we had twins. Yeah. that. Uh, I don't even right. remember. Yeah. Like 2001. I don't even remember no being one there. No knows. Nope. Yeah. Didn't happen. <laughs> but like when, when I found out that she was pregnant, it broke my heart because... With the girls? Yeah, because I... It was like you had to do it all over again. You yeah. had to start over. Yeah, and she didn't want them. Like oh. she, not that she didn't want the children. No, but... But that she, she was, like, disappointed because she kind of felt like... we. I think we were probably heading down that path of divorce already. And then she knew when we had the... When she was pregnant... Well, she just said she was pregnant. We didn't know it was twins. She was like, okay, I'm pregnant. And I was like, okay, well, great. Maybe it'll be a girl. And maybe we'll have one of both... And it'll turn our life around. You know, in my mind, I'm saying this in my mind. I'm not saying it out loud, but, but it's like, maybe we'll have a boy and a girl. We'll have that little post, that Christmas card family, you know, yeah. of a boy the and a girl. The older boy and the younger and girl. And the younger girl. Mm -hmm. And then it'll flip how you feel about me and we'll work it out. Well, then she said, we're having twins. We were actually, we were at the ultrasound and they're like, well, there they are. And we had no idea what and you're they like, meant. What is the, what is a they? So there was no seat, and so I said, I can't even imagine. I said, Do you have a chair? I need to have a seat. I can't even imagine. She was crying. <gasps> I I had my hand in my face, my sorry, my face in my hand, and I was just like, I don't know what to do. We're having you twins. You can't do. We went from having one and. Then being kind of not super happy yeah. to, oh, my God, we're about to have three. And I knew at that moment, I was, I, I kind of felt like I'm stuck with her and oh, she's stuck with me. I and it was that. not a great feeling. Yeah. Um, we went through the pregnancy, which was, again, horrible. She was in the hospital 90 out of the last 180 days. Stop. So out of the last, well, she's tiny. Out of the last six months, she's she was, tiny, and she had two humans yeah, inside ten pounds, of her. Some odd ounces oh, of baby. Ten, six, uh, five, four, and four, six. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I still remember that five, four, and four, six. Yeah, I, I have no idea how. So what mine weighed. So after the babies were born, then it was like work mode, which I'm good at. Like mm -hmm. just take care Give of babies. Me something to do we'll and, take care of babies. Yeah. Take care of the house. Take care of job. Take care of money. Yeah, I see that. Work, 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 work. And then it was like, okay, twins are pretty cool. So then, yeah, the, we the, got this. So the yeah, then the twins came, and then 
then you're raising them and then they're five and then they're 10. And then you're like, holy crap. I mean, like, you know, we're raising three kids and we're, you know, we have our family in the same town and all of the things, but our relationship never really got back on path. Mm -hmm. And so long story short, we got to a point when the girls were 13 and Andy was 18 at that point that we just, we got a divorce. And it was... Andy was 18? He was in his senior year. Okay. And graduating. I was 13 when my That's when the, girl, the girls were The girls were 13. And it was very significant for me. Like, it was a very big turning point in my yeah. entire just growth as a human because it sucked yeah. for about two years. Yeah. Like, my parents just hated each other. And I was ready for them to divorce. Like, I was like, please. Oh, they weren't divorced when they like, hated each other? Please. My, my kids had, my kids other. had like, no idea that we didn't like each other until wow. the day that she yeah, asked no, me to move out. I knew. And yeah. I, so, fun fact my parents were actually swingers. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah. So now, <laughs> our lifestyle people know. Your family was swingers. My yeah. family are still devout Christians. Yeah. yeah. My, my Married, family by the way, was, 53 years. My family were swingers. Like, my parents were swingers. And the couple that they were swinging with, the husband actually killed himself. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, that's a, like, it was a, he taught me how to ride my dirt bike. He was, like, my like uncle dude. Yeah, my funkle. Yeah. Like, he was just, like, the guy that, like, you know taught me how to do all the fun shit and like I would help him with his like motorcycles and I would you know tighten up the brakes and like do all the little things to his you know it was just and then all of a sudden he's gone and then you know yeah it was it was pretty insane how all of that came about and even when Davey and I started to swing that's in the back of my mind like I just knew that it was something so heavy yeah. that it could ruin lives. Yeah. Well, you know, I look at our relationship and I think about how great it is. Same. And then I think about all, I do the, too. all of our friends that know. Mm-hmm. I think about our few friends that don't know, you know, which yeah. there aren't many. But um, I really, the only thing I'm nervous or scared about, I'm not really even scared if my parents found out because they're so old. Yeah, same. They're kind of so old at this point that I'm like, if they found out, would they be disappointed? Yes. I actually found out about trapeze. From your mom? From my parents. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But (laughs) so for me, my parents don't know anything about the lifestyle, I would imagine, but... I think my biggest obstacle would be if my children found out. Yeah, I would and then, agree with that. And then how do I address that with them? So we have been two years very happy, and you and I. Mm-hmm. And and so they are so happy with you. Yeah. They love you. They think yeah. you're great. They see how happy I am and that I'm happy with you. I think explaining that to them would have to be one-on-one. And it would take for sure. a couple hours for each kid, you know, to say, I think you need to understand what our life has really been like for the last two years, you know, going on vacations and meeting friends and, you know, that it's... But not even just the fun shit, but just the amount of, like, really 
getting to know each other's guts and... And not about the sex. Appreciating, you know, just how we are with and each open other. And, and yeah. communicative. So I think that's the biggest misnomer or the biggest... What's the word? Um, it's false that people think lifestyle is just about going to a club and having sex with random people. So, I mean, the thing about that is, for me, and I mean, I don't know if you agree with this, but I think it's about the the lifestyle is more about the people than oh, about the sex. A thousand percent. I I want to hang out. With all of these people, whether I'm having sex with them or not. Like, I I enjoy just, as the church people call it, the fellowship. I use that word Uh, a lot. You do. Yeah. But it really is just hanging out and not zero expectation and um, just having a good time. Yeah. And I I think for me, it's, it's a little bit more about... If I did have to talk to my daughters, and you know, I, I, I talk about this couple some, but uh, our swinger niche people, Cowboy and Brooke, and and they've told their children, and the fact that they've told their children, they're like, man, our lives is are so much better because we have, and man, I mean, and I know they grew up in the church. I know that they they have the same kind of background that we have. We in fact talked to them tonight about it, and their kids are at home, and and you know they're able to be open with them. And I think that's so huge. I wish I had that and I'm striving to get to that point. And I don't know at what point or with what kid I would tell that to first. I mean, that's the thing, you know, you got three kids, you got three kids and all of them would take it differently. And I'm okay with that. You know, I think the younger kids... Like your your kids are 11, 12, 13. I don't think they're they quite just, ready. They just have no idea right now. But like for my kids, they're adults. And so yeah, having that conversation with them, I just wonder when that's going to be. Yeah. So ultimately, we have gone down this path of talking about church and religion and relationships. And it's yeah, been a very... I, I don't know if this is postable. Oh, it's postable because I, I think it's very relatable. <sighs> This think, is a lot. I know, but I think I'm, I mean, but we're talking about past relationships and I know. I I don't we're know. We're posting it. But we're here's not. we're posting we're it. Not. But here's the deal. <laughs> the thing about it is this is real life. And I want the people that listen to our podcast to know that we are people who have gone through a bunch of shit. Yeah. We've been married before. Just like everybody else. Yeah, we've we've got, you know, good and bad relationships with our children. Like I've had tough ass relationships yeah. with my kid. But it, you know, and you have sometimes tough relationships with your exes and yeah. you know and all of that. Just my like parents. All, I mean, like all of you guys do. Yeah. yeah, relationships with parents and with siblings and with and with children. That's that's really what we're all in the middle of. And Ultimately, I think the message here is that you have to have that person in your life that you can lean on, that you can, you know, trust. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when I say trust, I mean like I trust you, Lauren, with everything in yeah. my whole life. Mm-hmm. And that's all my secrets. That's all my, yeah. that's me saying, hey, I would love to go back to church at some point. I don't know why or how. I don't even know if it's possible. 
But like in my gut, I feel like I'm missing that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can admit that it's maybe habit. Maybe it's because I was in right, it. Right, because you were some, just so used to doing it. And I yeah. didn't hate it. Yeah. I kind of got forced out of it. I mean, I had fun at church, too. I mean, youth group was so much fun. and. Well, we don't have to do it. I just like, need you to know. <laughs> I just... I, but, I, but my point is, is that I love you enough to tell you yeah. that I have a little, as they say in church, a little hole in my heart. Yeah. You know, I've got a little something missing in there. Yeah. and And that's okay. Um, you know, because you fill a whole lot and you fill my cup, as they yeah. say, as we talked about earlier. Yeah. And... I know that I have my own personal thoughts about, you know, religion and about E&M and about my relationship with you. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we might dive into that another time. Normally, for those of you who are listening for the first time, dear Lord. Wow. On, Don't listen to this one well, for this is a tough. Time. This is a tough Good one. Lord. Because normally we're... I don't think we should post this. We're going to. but no, we're not. We are. I'm going to so, save this and we can listen to it later. Well, you don't want to listen to it later. It's about Jesus. I always listen to it later. <laughs> we'll post it. But, I mean, the thing about it is, is that we want to be raw and we want to be unedited and unfiltered. And this is who we are. You know, it's a real-ass relationship. How did we get here on this podcast? I don't know. Because this is not what we talked about on the one that was deleted. Because you were halfway drunk and it was super funny, actually. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the first one was funny. This one's very serious. I know. So y'all go listen to the live. <laughs> go listen to our live and podcast. see what the hell happened because on, I'm not sure. On our reel on Instagram. <laughs> and we talked about our new unicorn friend, Nicole, which we'll talk about later. I think we'll talk about in our next episode, the the business and pleasure scenario in our next episode. We'll talk about, you know, the other things that we talked about in that but we're also getting married in eight days. And I can't wait. Really? Super, super excited. I have the hiccups. Have you, have you written your vows? I have. Are they done? Yeah. Because mine are not done, but I've written them. My, my, my vows are simple. And, you huh? know, they're, I don't know. I don't Did know. you write them down? Oh, yeah. They're in my phone. Really? They're in the phone that we're talking into right now. Oh. What I'm is sorry. wrong I have the with hiccups. you? So bad I have oh the hiccups. Oh, my gosh. But but I have written my vows, and I will say this just to finish up. Mm-hmm. We are getting married on December twenty seventh, which is a week from today, and um, we are going to do a live. It's probably going to be at about ten o'clock Mountain Time. Yeah, eleven o'clock Central. If not earlier than that, twelve o'clock Eastern. Yeah. Uh, so set your reminders to. Uh, be notified when we go live. On the 27th, yeah. You know, you can set the little alert that when we go live, it lets you know. It sends you a little text Oh, on message. Instagram? I on Instagram. I think it's the little bell. There's like an alarm or a bell thing if you choose it. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. You can choose that anytime that person you follow goes live, it lets you know. Mm-hmm. So click that. Go, You know, click the alert so you'll know. Yeah. Then next Tuesday morning, lunch-ish, 11 or 12 o'clock Eastern and Central. Uh, we're going to get married in the desert at the Valley of Fire. And my dress is going to be all dirty. I'm That's the <clears throat> biggest thing I'm worried about. Is I'm going to be trailing my train. Trailing your train? Trailing my train. Through the dirt. Down the damn red dirt. 
But baby, it's a one-time dress, babe. I know you. Spend, it's white. I know. Well, it needs to Ish. be. It needs to be off-white. Whitish. You can't be an EM and have a white dress, honey. Believe me, it's tainted. It's tainted white. That's it's the got, color. It's of got the red white. racing stripes. <laughs> it's, got, it's got fire racing stripes <laughs> down the back of the train. <laughs> But hey, I, the thing about it is, is you're gonna be beautiful, and I cannot Aww. wait to see you. I have not seen this dress. I have not seen anything. I'm super excited. Well, you're seeing the jacket. I've been cuddling it all night. She got her a fur coat. I did. <laughs> well, we're excited for you guys to watch it live um, next week and be mm -hmm. a part of it because you guys are a part of our life. You're our lifestyle friends, and you know we we really appreciate you. We love you, and we're yeah. excited to. To do all this in front of you and, uh, you know, kind of profess our love to each other in front of our lifestyle people. I do. I do. Oh. It's over. That's it. Okay. That now is. can we just stay kiss. here? Mm. You may kiss the bride <laughs> and the groom. So now we're not going? Are you going to make out with me? Oh, I'm, I'm curious to know how you're like. What my kiss is going to be? going to kiss me. Yes. You I'm going to grab your me. ass. <gasps> you're grabbing my booty? Well, I mean, unless it's under a whole lot of. Unless like it's under a whole lot of dress. There's, well, oh, is it going to be booty, bootylicious? If it's booty, if I know you, booty is out. So <laughs> I'm going to be grabbing the booty during the <laughs> wedding for sure. She is not a Cinderella dress. She kinda, is not. Okay. Gal. Well, now I have an idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, listen, we, we love you. We're going to do a podcast on Wednesday. And we're guaranteeing you we're going to do it mm -hmm. on this phone again instead oh, of trying to Lord. use that microphone. Screw so. the microphone. Yeah. yeah. So we'll talk to you guys soon. We love you, and we're so thankful for all of you. Peace out. Bye.